Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX epic limited series Shogun. FX new international spy thriller The Veil starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast Climbing in Heels is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This is Important, a production of iHeartRadio, the show where we only talk about what's the most important, bottom line, critical thing happening on this planet. Today on This is Important... Am I going to show my dick? I saw a 30 Rock porno. Rosario Dawson just like saw my butthole and like thumbed my taint with a tampon. And no one tells Durs how to fuck. Buckle up. All right. Good evening. <laughs> What's up? up T.I.I. Nation stand up <laughs> the community Thai Nation Thai Nation <laughs> let's tie one off baby come on well you don't tie one off you tie one on tie, tie one on tie one on yeah what are you tying off yeah I tie off and then I shoot up heroin before a show <laughs> let's, <Yo. laughs> let's tie off <laughs> fuck I hope that I hope there's not just one sad guy out there that's just Joan, been jonesing for heroin and he's like you know what <laughs> I'm not touching it. It's right there, but I'm not going to touch it. And then Blake says, let's tie one off. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. The time is now. <laughs> that's my guy. Or the one guy who's act the one guy who's actually doing it because that's what he does when he listens. He's like, I just mm. like tie one on and then time went off. Off. You got to tie it off. And then we ca we caught you, motherfucker. We caught you in the act. What does that even mean? What is tying one on? On? Off. 
you tie like you're tying the thing around your arm so the veins pop out and then you shoot but up. But in terms of like drinking, right? In terms of drinking, that's tying one on. Oh no, no, I got the tying one off because I started that. I coined <laughs> yes. that term. But what is tying one? Much off? like King, much like how you put that on right. us, and suddenly yeah. you don't know anything about uh, Stay Blessed King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh righty. But what is that tie one on? Where does that? Yeah. What are you tying on? Fuck you, Blake. I, I know what it is, and I'm a hundred percent right. So Hit you know it. how. St. Okay. Bernard's carry those little barrels of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Brandy. Like yes, you tie brandy. that on their neck. So it's like when you're going to drink tonight, you're going to tie one on like a St. Bernard has the little barrel of alcohol. Oh, oh yes, damn. Smart. Smart okay. boy. That's what it is. Is that real, Bam? Go off, King. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? No. It seems. It's not, it's not real. It, well, it was convincing. You got me. Is it real? <laughs> I believe last episode you were saying that I'm the best liar. Dares is the best liar because you actually believe him when he says stuff, you know? I'm a trickster. I'm a prankster. <laughs> what is it? A merry prankster? You're Iago. Yes. What's the game? What's that board game where you have to make up all the uh the fucking the definitions? Is it Boulder Dash? Boulder Dash. Yeah. Hey, let's give Boulder Dash its its flowers. That's a great game to play amongst peers. Yeah, I fucked up some Boulder Dash. I like that. You can't play that with smart people who read a lot though, because they know how to write in like the diction or whatever. Hey, trust me, I don't know smart people. I hang out with dummies. Okay. Oh, dude. I remember playing with my family as a child, and like my extended family, and I was like Oh, a lot of my family's really stupid. Mm-hmm. Balderdash. Because I would I was crushing at Balderdash and everyone else I'm like, "No, I you I know what you're doing." Right. You are so dumb. I understand what you're doing. It's it's the same type of answer every time, you know? Right. It's like yeah, every yeah. time you, it's like the, it's the same You recognize patterns. I'm a pattern guy. <laughs> yeah, you see the patterns coming at you. The English language patterns, baby. Male patterns. Yeah, I I see patterns and hear colors. I was actually thinking do you think we could pull all of our um books we've read together in one, like how many books do you think we've collectively read as a as a group collectively oh like, wow yes okay uh, um what a hundred what a hundred okay what no. kind of books like like pr- like prose like like novels <laughs> like real <laughs> Like 100 books total. All of us have read 25. Kyle, I've literally never seen you read a book. (laughs) You have never had a book in your hand. This is four grown men. I've never seen you. And I said 100. I've never seen you have a book. Yeah, I know. I'll come out the gate right now. I'm saying, but we know each other. Do I have a book here? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Have I started reading books during the quarantine? Kind of. I start, I read 30 pages of them, then don't finish. Mm -hmm. Then drop it. That's my shit. Yeah, but dude, I'm saying, I was just saying that I read maybe 25 books in my life. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. (laughs) You think that's too much or too low? (laughs) Too much. Kyle, I lived with you for seven, almost eight years was that time frame that we lived together, saw each other every day, took vacations together, went on holidays together. Correct. Uh, (laughs) Never once, not even one time did I see you read a book. Not once did you tie one on. I had had (laughs) lots of books. I had lots of directing books and like editing books and I read them. Technical books. Are we talking books that we own? Because I I have shelves that are (laughs) full of books that I don't I don't read. It's all kinds of Ray Bradbury shit. Oh, yeah. My book collection is poor. It's very bad. I think, Adam, you've probably read the most books. Yeah. Oh, 
Sounds like he wants the crown. Damn. <laughs> like, I, I would say it's whatever you've read plus 16. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's probably, yeah. Right? Like 30. <laughs> like 30, maybe. Did I ever tell you guys this? Did I ever tell you that? Um, you don't know how to read? Yeah. Well, kind of. When I was in high school, this dude who was a senior when I was a junior he found out that I had never like read a book for high school period. And he was like, I don't understand. I was like, I just don't do it. Uh, and he like wrote a paper about how someone like me can like survive. Why the public school system is just garbage because you slipped through. I was like, this is stupid. I can't, this guy is not me. Do you think you're dyslexic or something? Durs? Is that what it is? I know I am for sure. There's okay. for sure. Cause reading is not, it does not come easily. <laughs> Neither does talking, bro. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> well, this was the thing. Didn't you say that, like, you were definitely the type of kid who, because in school you have to do a book report. You're supposed to read the fucking book and do a book report. I'm the type of guy. <laughs> You're that guy, pal. You're that guy. I would watch the movie of the book every time. I remember I doing, like, a... I did a report on like William Wallace and I was like, it's just the Braveheart story. Yeah. <laughs> beat for beat Braveheart. Um, this is the way. And he was like, so this seems like the movie. I go, yeah, it's just like the book. <laughs> like, <I> just, <laughs> you know, he knew, I knew it was a very winky winky, like, okay. So your teachers kind of suck because they didn't like hold your feet to the fire a little bit. Yeah. Well, what do you think I got? A's and B's? No, they were like, you're passing, but because you wrote pages, but well, like you passed. Yeah. Well, why yeah. would you? Why would you pass if you oh, didn't? You should have failed. See, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you should have been a failure. I don't want you to fail. I'm just because saying. they a I wrote pages and b they couldn't prove it. If you read his reports though, they were hella funny, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I bet they were funny reports. I bet that is it. I bet that is. I it had first. a lot of cut to in the book report. <laughs> yeah exterior scotland uh, yeah <laughs> and then they like all show their butts and then like uh <laughs> i wish he was like it says mel gibson in here i'm like that that was the joke you don't get the joke oh do you not get it are you too dumb you don't Dumbass. get it read a book and then he's like that's what you're supposed to do well love. well huh. did you guys read cliff's notes oh, dude and sparks uh, yeah. notes when they came out yeah. a mm -hmm. whole new world yeah Cliffs and Sparks notes, that was a game changer. You'd go buy the yellow book and just read it all in a night. You know what, though? Too long, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they were still so long. I was like, <laughs> what I'm saying. And it would be like, here's the background of the story, and like, here's the, the relationships. And I'm like, I might as well just go read the f stinking book. Yeah, I definitely skimmed through a Cliff's notes, Jeez. and I'm like, this isn't buying me any time. This is still. Thank you. It is am amazing that we all have become writers because usually. Titans of industry. Yes. Usually, all become titans of industry. <laughs> usually, it's great readers become great writers because you're supposed to. And good actors watch everything that they can get their eyes on. You know what I mean? And what 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 about good uh, porno dudes? Well, they fuck ten thousand hours. Yeah, they just practice. They they <laughs> put in the, the hours. They're <laughs> outliers, man. They've been fucking. But you know what? The, I guess the difference is, and like, I wouldn't go out. I we're making a living. We're professionals. But I would say, like, um. For me, the 10,000 hours is watching TV and movies and recognizing patterns there and kind of like 
downloading and you guys know like in the room i'll be like okay so in this movie they did a thing where the reveal was this we could make that blake but then change it from that to being this and it, it has a whole new whatever you know right, right. yeah mm-hmm. right i kind of know can't read sentence though yeah <laughs> yeah you notice pat we we all notice patterns that's our thing we're like pattern mm-hmm <laughs> Male pattern, balderdash. <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy to see someone that's like great at school. Like Chloe is was just, is just so fucking good at school. Just like crushed school. Like never yeah. got to be in her life. Right. Went to Columbia. What? Fucking aced all at Columbia. Just is, a, and it's like you. She can finish that sentence. Yeah, for sure. Got it. <laughs> she has a small part on uh, Righteous Gemstones this season, so she wanted to know what was happening in the season. Oh, hell yeah! And I have a book with every script printed out, the, a giant uh, notebook, and uh, she f- read the entire. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a script for this movie that I'm about to do. Mm-hmm. I was on page sixty when she was done with seven scripts. Oh, damn, she's a speed reader. Yeah. <laughs> she read seven scripts by the time I read like 60 pages. And knew your lines. Oh yeah, and was like, call, was like oh, this, this scene's so funny. And I'm like, what scene? And she's explaining it to me and I'm like, yeah, that does sound funny. Mm-hmm. I immediately, I read it like a month ago and I have totally forgot right. completely Dang. what I'm about to do. The human brain, uh, <laughs> it's deeper than the Mariana trenches. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about like back in the day? I used to read hella goosebumps. Have we talked about goosebumps on the <laughs> okay. show? Like I used to fucking crush a goosebumps book in a day or so. He's the best. I used to read goose pimples. I would love to talk about goosebumps. What was what was your uh, favorite goosebumps book? Go. Oh, yeah, please <laughs> please tell the story of the favorite goosebumps book that you read. I think it like I remember is like what came from beneath the sink or something Ooh, like that. Like that shit was banger, scary. Banger. <laughs> wow. R.L. Stein, give him his flowers. He's probably yeah. I haven't checked up on R.L. Stein. I've got a feeling maybe he's not a good person or something. I'm just guessing. Why but... would you say that? <laughs> no. R.L. shit. Why do you think R.L. Stein's not a good person? Most people suck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. That's assuming. a good generalization. <laughs> yeah. You're just assuming. That's a safe bet these days. It is. Yeah. Like Mm, I don't like that person. Why? Because of what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, more than likely, like a text message that he sent a high school friend uh, (laughs) 18 years ago is going to surface. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Suck my dick. (laughs) He he used the words finger bang a lot in middle school, and that's just not fucking cool. You can't say that. It's not cool anymore. Or finger blast. What is that? Yeah. What is finger blasting exactly? (laughs) I know. I'm offended by that. I think it's mentioned several times in Goosebump books. Like finger blasting. (laughs) Finger blasting keeps popping up. R.L. Stein's Goosebump, or is R.L. Stein the one who writes Goosebumps? Yeah. Oh, for days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Come yeah. on. But what's his name? Like, what's his name? R- what does the RL stand for? Raphael Leonardo Stein. <laughs> <Raphael>. <laughs> Original Leonard. Richard Linklider Stein. <laughs> Linklider. Light him up. Isn't that his name? Linklider? Link, link Linklater. Later. 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 Later player. <laughs> oh. Later skater. Later. You're done in this business. <laughs> this fucking thing sucks. Yeah. You're fu- He's pissed. He's pissed at you now. I don't know if you guys can see this, but uh, I'm rocking a very specific shirt right now. Okay. Your microphone is covering it, but it says Northside Tumblers. Oh, hell yeah, Northside bro. Northside Tumblers. Northside Tumblers? And then check this. That's a workaholic. What do you just? You have all your workaholics memorabilia. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I miss the good old days. 
Durs is reminiscing. I thought I could have a little fun with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate thank you it. for doing that. You can. That was fun, and I like it all. Thank you. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner, Elizabeth Moss. Dude, The Veil is a globetrotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. Whoa. Wow, well said. And, and crime fans, do not miss the all-new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events. <gasps> yeah, stars Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So, come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Dude, freaking do it, dude. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth 
issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Kyle, you know that we're uh, filming these uh, these podcasts. <laughs> right. You know that we're filming these podcasts now. And right, right, uh, right. we're like doing these little clips because people uh-huh. have been asking like, hey, we want to yeah, see yeah. you guys do the podcast right, right. Uh, and actually see you guys. <laughs> right. Why are you sitting in a completely dark room? Though? Yeah. What is going on? You know, it's dark, right? Well, uh, I got to go to the fucking uh, wall to turn on the light switch and I'm afraid to try and stretch my headphones over there and stuff. Oh, fair enough. Uh, no, I didn't know. We didn't know you yeah, had to get up. Yeah. We didn't know it was going to be that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like I... I'm just afraid to do a lot of things lately. The anxiety yeah, is yeah, kicking in enough. and like oh, a man. lot of the shit is just like really it's tough for me to move. <laughs> I'm gonna say that uh if you wanted to just take a second and yeah. put the, take the headphones off, put the okay. microphone down, and then just walk over to this the thing, click it on. Mm-hmm. And the okay. only source of light is behind you. Not helping. Yeah. You might not get this reference, but you look like the bad guy from Police Academy five. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll go turn it on. Hold on. Give me two seconds. I'm gonna <laughs> feel free. Can we get 15 seconds of music here, Blake? Do you got anything? Blake, uh, hit us, hit us uh, with some hot drops while Kyle's <laughs> getting. Okay. Did this dude just did this? There yeah. we go. There we go. We filled the time. Yeah, it's been a while. Look at this guy. And look, and he's back. Wow. Works for me. <laughs> Can you see me now? Yeah. Kind of. All right. Hey, how's that? Is that all right? Is that good? Yeah. Sort Decent? of. Better. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm not traveling with a ring light. All my lights are down on set. So uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And but you but you wrapped right. Like bring them up. Bring them up. <laughs> no, no. They're still shooting. It's a low budget production. I'm using everything. Even the gear mm-hmm. iHeart gave me. <laughs> okay. Okay. What the? He- I saw an Instagram story that said you had wrapped, but maybe that was a specific actor. Mm-hmm. That was an actress. Yes, that was an actress yeah, who had wrapped. Yeah, yeah. We. Okay. She Got finished you. yesterday. Got you. And you just let her leave yeah i did we finished the work and she had to go back down to la so peace see ya we're filming a psychological thriller right now and honestly right before this uh i'm living a nightmare (laughs) right before this fucking podcast we did like the icky 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 and it's like, oh, I've never like been a what? part hey, of. For, what is, God, for people who don't work in the industry like we do, we just uh, step out what yeah. the icky, icky, icky is for the <laughs> layman. You smoked weed? No, the part of the movie in a psychological thriller horror film where it leaves your stomach feeling like, like gross. Oh, oh that's no, right. I don't have that. That's what I just did. And I've never done that before. <laughs> who coined the term Mickey? Was it Ted Demi? Who who did Silence of the Lambs? I think it was um, George uh, George A. Romero. Mm. Was that Robert McKee who said in this part of the script delivered the sticky icky icky? Or it was Rob Zombie? I can't really <laughs> remember. Okay, yeah. so you're just saying like the peak, like gross, gross, like reveal, or yeah, like, like the reveal of like who is the fucking who's pulling the strings? Mm. Yeah, and it just was uh, fucked the fucked. 
up, man. Right. It was I was just like, nah. But you know, that's what you want when you're filming this shit. That's what you want. Uh, yeah, that's what I want. I want that icky, dude. I don't know if I'm buying it. I think I think what you're doing is you're trying to build hype. Mm-hmm. Using I the like podcast, that. you're building a little hype for the movie. You're being like, I like well, that. "Hey, man, you're the you're the ad wizard, baby. You're <laughs> you're spinning it for me, doggy." That is true. He is the ad wizard. <laughs> no, because I'm intrigued. This is smart, and I like it, dude. It, and just be like, "Dude, it was so scary. You got to see the movie. It was so scary, and also mm-hmm. icky." See, but look how easy it is for you, Adam. It was just it's fucked up. It's psychological. Mm-hmm. It's psychological, bro. So what he kind of is like insinuate something like says something verbally you're gonna have to see the movie you know what i mean <laughs> there oh. it is. absolutely i'm in i'm buying a yes, ticket i'm not giving sir. her a butt in the seats <laughs> weird wild can't stuff. wait yes sir so that's also why i was in the dark place because i wear my emotions with my lighting so when i stepped in in the dark wow. it's because Dude, i was still feeling this that is why way. i fuck with you man he wears his emotions with his lighting player i can't stop you take it into your podcast that's fucking sick i I can't fucking stop (laughs) have you ever gone into a pitch and turned out someone's lights like an executive's lights in their office to just be like i'm I'm wearing my emotions (laughs) i'm setting my mood i'm wearing my emotions on the lighting yeah i wear my emotions on my lighting somebody's probably done that that's probably not a bad idea yeah somebody definitely started flicking the lights on and off for a pitch right because that's the oldest (laughs) trick in the book come on right And and while the their co-writer is whispering in their ear, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's is, tight. This one really icky, icky. It's icky really windy. Who turned out? I would the love lights? to do that and have the executive be like, "Can you actually just put those back on?" <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a whole flashlight thing though. Uh, Get the fuck out of my it, office. <laughs> it's go- it's goosebumps. It's R.L. Stein. It's got to be spooky. This is a business. Hey, they did remake Goosebumps, right, with Jack Black, Jillian. Wasn't Jillian in it? Jillian's in it too. Yeah, Jillian's yeah. in it. I need to see it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Jillian. If you do indeed sorry, listen to our podcast, I would like to apologize right now that I haven't. And Jack Black, I'm sorry. I have not seen Goosebumps yet. Are there two? Uh, Yeah, I don't think Jack or Jillian are in the second one. I didn't see the second one, but. Uh, Goose Pimples. Mm, yeah. I, I didn't watch them either. You know what I mean? I think I watched the first 10. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's for kids, but it's like, it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Fun movie. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. Can you tell great. me more about it, Adam? <laughs> I can't remember. I, I can. Like I said, I know I saw it, but I can't. I have a Snapchat memory. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I did a punch-up rewrite roundtable on it, and I. It was about like some doll, like the he's like a puppet, and he like gets loose and like controls a bunch of other people. That's right. That's a classic Goosebumps tale. Yeah, the one about the puppet. So, but the whole they they're they did a universe where he's in charge of all of the R.L. Stein characters. Yes. Yeah. And Jack Black plays R.L. Stein, and he like has something in his desk that can open the portal and let all the monsters out right. into the town. And oh man, you gotta tune in. <laughs> wow. Because there's let's just say there's a part where it gets. Icky icky icky, 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 icky. So all the classic characters are used in the flick. There you yeah, go, Kyle. That's the whole move now. Is the haunted mask there? Oh, Carly. Yeah, sh- sure. Probably. I don't remember, but that's like... the character's name from Haunted Mask, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
you're so stoked on this, Kyle. I'm so glad the lights are on because like people need to see this. This dude wears his emotions on the lights. The lights come on. He gets all sorts of stoked. I just love goosebumps, like with a majority of we my can heart. Tell. I think it was fucking a dope ass thing for me to do in fourth and fifth grade, and I blazed through them. What's your top five? Yeah. Well, I was saying like it came from beneath the sink. I like that one. I like camp. Okay. I like the scary camp one. You remember that one? Okay. You remember? No, that? Not real. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there is one. Yeah. yeah, I do actually remember the cover of the camp one. It was like a camp counselor with a whistle, and he's like got a weird smile on his the face. The covers were off the chain. That's all I did. I looked at the covers. I didn't read the fucking books. Yeah, the oh, covers were dope. What about fucking, do you remember this? Say cheese and die. Absolutely. About, it was about the like camera? A, I remember that. Sure. The co- I remember the cover. The camera. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. like the family at the barbecue, and they're all skeletons, and it's like a Polaroid. I remember the covers. Right. That was like some Back to the Future shit. In the hospital when I was a kid, and I was hit by the cement truck. I'm in the hospital. I was there for like a month and a half. Snooze. Uh huh. <laughs> but people kept bringing me goosebumps. They're like, I know you're just sitting here. Almost died. <laughs> and they kept bringing me these fucking books, and I'm like, oh. I have like a big ass TV at the end of this bed. <laughs> Thank you, like, right, right. And and they're giving me all the movies that I can handle. I'm like, I'm I just watch movies for ten hours a day, mm-hmm. in and out of my morphine sleep. Yeah. You use the books to like prop your legs up. You're like, these are great. I'm like, absolutely quit giving me these books. I like had to tell my mom because she's like, what should people give you the gifts? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting a lot of these books. I'm like, yeah, knock it off with the books, like snacks. You change channels on the TV by throwing the book to like hit the <laughs> fucking button. Wait, so did you not read Goosebumps? I, re- I read a few of them. I don't really fuck. The lights are going out. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get dark again. No, that's that like little kid scary shit. I don't even really love horror movies. It- oh, you're too scared. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're fucking you get scared easily you're a scaredy cat no i don't feel emotions like that dude i only feel happy emotions i ain't scared of you motherfucker you don't feel scared emotions i don't feel scared emotions <laughs> that much i believe that or do you feel it too hard and you're scared of the books you're no, scared no. of the books no no I, no I don't i don't get that scared read one right now go read one right now okay go read one and well, come wait. back and tell okay. me you get scared well um I remember, do you guys have the bookmobile? Remember when like shit got real crazy in the 90s and the bookmobile (laughs) became a thing? And you could like, it would come to your school, you would ask for a book and then they would like bring it to you in the bookmobile the next week. Mm -hmm. I just remember book fairs, like the school would like shut down the multi-use room and then- I mean, those are for if you're balling. Oh, for real? Yeah, because you're buying a book. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. I I remember my mom- the book fair was coming. I'm like, oh, snap. I made a little list of all these cool books that I yes. wanted. They were Tight. usually about like little boys lost in the woods and they had to hatch it themselves. You're talking dog? about the one of 10 books you've read. Hatch. Yes. More like Gary <laughs> Paulson's Hatchet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hatchet's dope. Hatchet's you dope. You got it, it's dude. It's fucking good. It's dude. a great book. It's a great book to read. Is that one of the 16? <laughs> that is one of the 16. And I like made a fucking cool little list and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'll get, get some get hatchet get other books right. that i don't, don't remember right now mm-hmm. where the red fern grows outsiders maybe 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 the outsiders uh, probably not no they made me read that one outsiders was sick. but i made a list and my mom was like nah and i'm like what do you mean and she goes it's a lot she was like this it costs too much just go to the library and i'm like i right but i want to <laughs> buy these books she's like and then she goes like where are we gonna put them like our, we didn't live in like a tiny ass house. Like our house was big enough to have books. But she's like, "Where are you gonna put them?" Valid like, excuse. Okay. 
valid excuse. I have a BB gun room. <laughs> I mean, honestly. And, and then you were like, I'm out of here. And then you ran into a cement truck. Yeah. And she was oh, like, no. send books. He, no! The last thing he said is he wanted these books. She goes, buy me books. I dove underneath a... That's not fair because I think Adam just chonked out. No. I know. And if we could take a screenshot, I'll take a picture of what his face looks like right now. It's he's like he's peeved. I'm chonking. Yeah. Oh, there he is. There he is. He's back. There. He's back. I'm chonking. Did I get it? I got it. I, I just remember getting a lot of, a ton of Calvin and Hobbes, period. Like that was almost I love okay. that. Calvin okay. and Hobbes off the charts. Dude, there's a Calvin and Hobbes book right fucking here. Hold on. Oh, that he'll get up oh, for. We don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to see yeah. it. We believe I it. I love it. Yeah, uh, there, you for sure have Calvin Hobbes yeah. at the oh, ready. Wow, wow dude. There, and there it in is. In this house that yeah. you're renting, there's a Calvin and Hobbes book. Sick. <laughs> what is that? The Essential? What, which one is that? Uh, Calvin and Hobbes Do America or something? That was Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> no, this is just the first one, dude. Calvin but and Hobbes. They, they have a name. They don't have a name? That one no, name? this is the first mm -hmm. one, man. The first to dish. Fucking shout out to Bill Watterson. Bill Watterson is a G because... He has the rights to Calvin and Hobbes locked the fuck down and like That's right. Nobody can do anything with it even if he dies tomorrow. He owns it. Is yeah, that that's cool? Great. Is that cool? Yes, very yeah, cool. Cuz it's his. Fuck it. Let people ruin it. No. Yeah. God, see? No. <laughs> no exactly. that, fuck yeah. It. I say <laughs> Hey. Yeah, let let people carry carry on the flag. Fuck it. It's just gonna die, and then and then later generations. Aren't, yeah, fuck yeah, Adam. Fuck yeah, Adam. Preach. Then other generations aren't gonna know what the hell Kevin Kelvin and Hobbs is. Kevin and Jobs. Oops. Kevin and Hobbs. <laughs> let Jamie Fox be Hobbs, and let uh, Channing Tatum be Calvin, and let's have a funny ass fucking romp, dude. No. I'm excited for that movie. He doesn't want it. It is what it is. It's just it's just that. I was up for um. For uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, okay. Uh, last year, like let's talk about Scholastic. Like two years ago, they the agents called and they're like, "Hey, um, it looks like you're gonna get an offer for Clifford the Big Red Dog." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Fuck that! <laughs> so I don't want to do real. Clifford the Big Red Dog." Like, right. but they were gonna pay me a lot of money to do it. And I'm like, "Well, maybe." And it's a two hundred million dollar movie that they're gonna <laughs> blitz everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I really don't want to do it. I was like, that that seems cheesy. I don't I, I don't really want to fuck with it. And then uh, they didn't give it to me. Right. <laughs> right. And then I was uh, pretty salty. I, I remember talking to my agents. I'm like, so they, they, there's no offer then for Clifford? Well, you said no. Because I, I think maybe I'd come around. If I, I would love to read it. I'd love to read it just to see if I'd like it. Hey, that's the business, baby. <laughs> the door's closed. That is wild how you're like... I don't know if creatively I really want to do this. And then as soon as you don't do it, you're like, this is the only thing I want to do. This is it. I just want another boat. I only want to do Clifford the, the Big Red Dog. That's all I would like to do. I already got a tat. If you did that movie, you got to buy a, a boat that's red. Oh, and yeah. the name of it is Clifford the Big Red wow. Boat. Oh, you should do that anyways. Wow. Damn, son. Damn. You should just do that and then put Scholastic all on the side and like gold letters and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> And it's called the bookmobile too. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's sick. That's what you tow it in. You tow it with the bookmobile. Adam was the bookmobile in college. <laughs> when I was in college, uh, when I was 19 years old at Orange Coast Community College, whoop, fuck yeah, go Pirates! Rep, rep, whoop, rep, rep, whoop, whoop. Shout out, go Pirates! And remember that little like job business center that they had? Oh, the career center. Yeah, yeah little career center where they just had little flyers for random gigs. Yeah. One mm -hmm. was to be the Scholastic book driver. 
And so I would go to this woman's house, would stack up all the books in the back of my Ford Escalade. Yeah, hello. <laughs> I'm listening. Or uh, Explorer. A woman's house? Yeah. A nice 58-year-old woman. I'm listening. Can I finish? Would go to these elementary schools, and it was, Hot. you're the fucking king. You walk in with all these books, and people lose their minds. It was awesome, oh, dude. What's up? You guys like books? Yeah, I got them. What's up? I'm the fucking king. Dude, and it wasn't even the ch the kids, because you're just going to the secretary. You're just carrying these books in for the secretary, and they go <laughs> ape shit, dude. Yes. They're like, the books are here. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller the veil starring emmy and golden globe winner elizabeth moss dude the veil is a globe-trotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance Whoa. wow well said and and crime fans do not miss the all-new series under the bridge inspired by shocking true events <gasps> yeah stars riley keogh and lily gladstone under the bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So, come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Dude, freaking do it, dude. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got a few jobs from that little business area at OCC. The Career Center? Career Center is what it's <laughs> yeah. called. It is called Career right. Center. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> business place thing. Grown up. The job <laughs> business <laughs> zone. I don't know. Uh, do you guys remember when I was I was writing erotic stories? What? Remember that? I wrote I wrote two erotic stories. Wait, you did? Uh, yeah. Motherfucker spell erotic. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But I, I wrote these stories. I got uh, $50 a story, and then I was like, ah, this is too weird. And each story uh, was, <laughs> it was, uh, people are fucking. Uh, of course. Got it. And on a, a runaway hot air balloon, and they couldn't, they, they like, it was just going to float away into the atmosphere, and they just kept fucking to their death. Right. And then huh. the other story was uh, they're on a jet ski and they decide to hey, start. Hey, we're going to give you $100 for that one, Bell. <laughs> you got this job from college? <laughs> yeah, it was on the wall, dude. Real imaginative. 69, dude. Shout out to Orange Coast Community College Job Center. <laughs> and also there was porno. There was porno. You could do porno. There was like a porno listing up there that you could just Adam, shoot Adam, porno. you are in the Orange Coast Community College Hall yeah. of Fame. Do not. Do <laughs> I'm not, telling you. Do you not get your plaque taken down. <laughs> For some weird shit. This is Dude, I'm saying that this is what happened. You're saying at the Career Center in Orange yes. Coast Community College, they yes. could you could become a, a porno star. Yes, there was... You're, well, you're not going to be a porno, you fucking idiot. You'd be a porno star. Porno, porno star. star. <laughs> well, hey. Yeah, you could be. That was up. That was like on one of the things where you pull a number off and you're yes. like, I'll just put this in my pocket. <laughs> yep. Well, that was back... I mean, I don't know what they're like now. How long are these stories? It was like I uh, like five five pages, <laughs> five paragraphs. Like, can we film these? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, <laughs> can we send these to Johnny Sins to read? I would love that. I would love to write a porno <laughs> with you guys. We should write our own porno. Can we send this a big pumper or a little pump, little pumper? <laughs> Brian Pumper, be pumper, guys. I'm serious about this. We should write a porno and then cast it Brian. and make. I'll start producing porno. <laughs> Adam, you this is what you've been talking about forever, bro. Like this hey, is not anything yo. new from you. Like I know that you want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying us as a group. It's a comedy porno. It's comedy porno. We're, we're dude. so close to talking about cum. <laughs> We're so close. Yummy. Inching towards the cum. We're so close. We're going to pop. Yeah, we lean in. It's less about the sex. It's more about the funny situation. Right. And the, the other story that I wrote was about a jet ski that the throttle got stuck at their fucking. And uh, they're just heading out to sea. 
they can't they can't stop this is the same you're just swapping vehicles yeah i know yeah. he's always on a vehicle to an infinite place and yeah, fucking man. until whenever yeah. okay. really it's a metaphor uh-huh. it's a metaphor for the act itself sometimes you just lose yourself in it and you don't oh, know when nice. it's gonna end or where you're gonna go the moment you want it it's like that scene from uh is it the chase when like charlie sheen his car goes up into the sky and then they're the like best. fucking each other and it's like what is this movie at this Dude, point i love I don't think I've seen that. The mo- that movie. you never seen it? The Chase? No. It's called The Chase. The Chase? I've never seen this. What is this scene? <laughs> Yo. Charlie Sheen. Lee is in it. Anthony Kiedis it's is in it. so good. Well, the whole the whole movie is about Charlie Sheen goes into like a convenience store. Mm-hmm. Christy Swanson is like a above, like older than 18 fucking brat rich girl. Over 18. Over 18. <laughs> who has like a BMW. Uh-uh. Winning. <laughs> he goes in and robs <laughs> the convenience store and then takes her hostage in her BMW and is like, right. he's having the shittiest day. You don't really know, but it unfolds as they're on the run and like the police are following them. It gets bigger. Anthony Kiedis flee and like they start chasing in a giant like fucking Bigfoot truck. Yeah. Henry Rollins is the chief of yes. police or some shit. Yes. She fucks them like while they're driving. And then they start flying in the air when they start to finally like have a sexual (laughs) encounter. Right. Then you, the the car like goes into the sky. Well, like in Greece, like at the end of Greece, how they just take off. I don't know. Very similar. Do you want spoilers? Wait, so they're fucking, they like jump off like a bridge and they are plummeting to their death? No, 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 no. Like it's like, oh, it's just a metaphor. Creative license. Yeah. Yeah, It's like what you're saying. It's what you were writing about, Adam. You should be really connected. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, guys. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's do that. Remake the chase. Let's remake the chase. (laughs) This ain't the chase. (laughs) This ain't the chase. Porno parody. (laughs) This ain't the chase. We could get Charlie Sheen. You know what we could do is we could produce Workaholics, the porno. Dude, we've talked about that so much. Not a bad idea. I did see something like I saw a 30 Rock porno. (laughs) I love it. They have done this. Like I didn't watch it, but I saw a poster Uh of the 30 Mm -hmm. Rock porno and it Uh looks so fucking cool. You said 30 Rock. I thought you said third rock. Like third (laughs) from the sun. (laughs) Like French Stewart. I want to see that John Lithgow. Um, You're giving me the best blowjob of my life. (laughs) French Stewart is like, um, that's the wrong hole. (laughs) I want to rewatch that series so bad. Like what the fuck was that show even about? It was good. It was a funny show. <laughs> yeah, they were just like ki- aliens kicking it, right? Yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh... Jane Curtin? Yeah, but did you ever see their home planet? No, they live on Earth now, Blake. I know, but I'm like, was there ever an episode where you actually got to see where they're from? Like, did they extend the universe? Well, they didn't have the budget for that. They're not going to outer space. Yeah, they can't go to space. They didn't have the budget by season freaking six, and it's the biggest hit on whatever. Hey, you got to give people what they like. We, uh-huh. we stayed on the roof you know what i mean right we didn't move from our house you know what i mean who's the other guy in that show french stewart yes french stewart french stewart john lithgow john lithgow john lithgow that's who i was thinking of john fucking lithgow i said that earlier yeah oh. that's how we let off sorry i'm i guess we're all chunking it from harry and the hendersons great movie yes harry and the hendersons fame now i'm listening points i'd like to remake that with you guys wait ready Let's go around real quick. Okay. Okay. I, I, or can we do this where you say your favorite John Lithgow movie? Oh, this is a challenge. On three kind of thing. Mm, no, I, I would need to look. Wait, no. wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Yeah. Okay. Well, then should I just lead off? 
Yes. But yeah, you lead off. <laughs> yes. My yes. number one John Lithgow movie for mm-hmm. sure is Cliffhanger. He's in that? Yeah, he's the bad guy. Yep. That movie's I love off you. the hazy. Okay. Love I Cliffhanger. I only know one movie he's in. I think I know the worst one. What's that? What? Don't say that Planet of the Apes movie. That's the one. <laughs> Dude, I fucks with those movies. <laughs> he wasn't that good in that, though. He was doing a thing. It was a rough movie, but those I movies, know, but the ones it's... after that are like unbelievable. Oh, well, I'm saying his performance. Sorry, I liked the movie. Uh, no, you, what, what I like him best in is... Adam is definitely IMDb. I know. Him, but... yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I, you know how my brain works. Oh, well, I want to do that, too, then. <laughs> you know he's got internet. Lord Farquaad. Oh, he's so oh, funny at that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in Shrek. Yes. He is in Shrek. Yes. Yeah, he fucking crushes that. Yeah, I met yeah. him. Uh, I didn't actually. I just stood by him. <laughs> Hello, Adam. Yes, sir. Adam. Backstage at uh, like the Critics' Choice Award or something. I was presenting, <laughs> and he was going on right before me. And uh, it was and it was him talking with Steven Spielberg. And I'm oh, shit, dude. The way. I was so close. I was like trying. I was like hoping that one of them would just be like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> hey, like, uh, do you have snacks?" Wait a or second. Something? Yeah. Let's stop talking about what we're talking about. That's Adam Divine. <laughs> yeah. He's read upwards of fifty books. He read Hatchet. He read Hatchet. It was me and Edie Patterson from Righteous Gemstones, and we were just riffing. It was just a fun, we were on a funny run, and then they came, and I'm like, oh, okay. shit, we're about to get spotted over here, dude. Uh-huh. So you acted harder? Were you riffing harder? Yeah. Dude, we were riffing, we were just a couple of riff dogs. Was she trying to get spotted as well? We both were just riffing. Mm-hmm. It was a couple of riff dogs. <laughs> you were spotting? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. honestly, Spielberg, that'd be so dope, obviously, but I wanted John Lithgow to be like- Farquaad. <laughs> You're the next Lord Farquaad. So Bro. Shrek. I don't know, I think I've seen Shrek. Shrek is so funny. Farquaad is so funny. Yeah, so is. funny. Good call, Adam. Yeah, that's a great call. Uh, wasn't Farley supposed to be Shrek, and then he died, and then they had to replace him with Mike Myers? I'm pretty. You're thinking of Cable. I'm guy. thinking both. No, I think it's no, both. no. I heard it was a joke. I'm just joking. The rumor mill is is that there is a Shrek cut of Chris Farley as Shrek. Yeah. And what? Ooh, release it. Donkey. He wouldn't sound like that. Like it had been in developments. Yeah, they were already like recording. That's crazy. Donkey. Much yeah. like they're gonna say the same thing about Ferdinand the Bull <laughs> with John yes. Cena. I recorded for well over that. a year and then got <laughs> fucking fired because Cena was bringing that heat, mm-hmm. that hot, That's hot life. Ferdinand energy, and they're probably gonna say the exact same thing. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I would like to read. Who's that? I like. They, they are, it's us. We're the ones saying this about, yeah, you didn't die. Yeah, four random guys podcasting in 20 Mm -hmm. years. There's not the whole death excuse. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, well, my career died. Oh, (laughs) shots fired at himself. Adam, turn off your lights. Oh, man. (laughs) Click, click. Click. You know what I mean? I would, but I have to get up. So you went from getting fired (laughs) off of Ferdinand to being not told you could be Clifford? (laughs) Hey, it's a rough business. It was a real bang, bang couple years. That's a Hollywood shuffle. That's rough, dude. So did did Lithgow enter, like, did you guys interact backstage at the... No, I tried to say hi to him, and he he was very dismissive of me. He was like, okay. Move. (laughs) Move. He was like, move, turd. 
I like tried to. He wasn't talking with to Spielberg. Right. Spielberg had gone on stage, and then I it was just us back there with Lithgow, and I'm like, I was like trying to say something to him, and he was like in his own world. He like was not Can't entertaining hear. us right. at all. Wait, yeah, I'm, Lithgow was in Pitch Perfect three. Wait a minute. Uh, well, I wasn't in that movie, so I, I don't. And know. Adam, <laughs> as you know, he won't watch those movies. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to watch that third one. Yeah. Did Lithgow play an old boomer yeah. or whatever? Wait, it says he was in Pitch Perfect. Yeah, he was, evidently. It says he was in Pitch Perfect. The third one. Pitch Perfect 1? No, the first one. No, he's not. Okay, well, it says it right here on the internet, so... The internet never lies. I've seen Pitch Perfect. I don't recall uh, Lithgow being in that. Nor do I. He's not in it. He's in the third was one. Was he the radio? He might have been the college radio DJ for a second. <laughs> yeah, they replaced him. Just like him. showed up as a favor. No, I'm looking at his IMDb page right now, Kyle, and you're fucking lying Kyle, to me, dude. I think you're looking at John Lithgow, too. There are two Lithgows. One oh, is, is the real one, and <laughs> one is... <laughs> Yo, you definitely don't get in the business if your name is John Lithgow and there's already a John Lithgow, right? <laughs> no, he he's in lighting. He like lit Pitch Perfect 1 and 3. <laughs> oh my god kyle that is so that's, you uh, yeah that's where i got confused turn the lights out <laughs> turn the lights on that. hey we need john this guy to cut those lights out you know what i mean <laughs> sorry this is we're on a real uh john lithgow run here baby this is like that donald sutherland we app. give our flowers wait kyle what's your lithgow well I think I look at this and I'm like, yeah, dude, fucking Harry and the Hendersons. That shit is dope. He crushes. That movie rocks. Because he was he was all eyebrows in that when he would just look at Harry and be like, you're family now. Like, oh, yeah. He would hit it. No, that shit holds up. Bad movie. And Does not hold up. But no, you know. the, no, the community has spoken and they agree that movie holds holds the fuck yeah up. i don't I, think i, don't, I i'm gonna disagree with yeah. the community and i don't like doing that <laughs> i like respecting the community right. as much as i can but don't uh, do it, no because i watched that movie not too long ago because i was like we should do an r-rated version or mm-hmm. someone should do an r-rated sort of uh harry and the hendersons yeah not us mm-hmm. but somebody sure. someone yeah. maybe me maybe us was that a fart kyle yeah. Yes. It goes right back to your mouth so yeah. quickly, dude. Oh, God. Not a big deal. You ta- it's like you taste it. <laughs> well, I got to talk. Todd, if we could play all three farts that we have now in the fart bank. Play them right. I snuck one in. I snuck one in. I snuck one in about, about 25 right minutes ago. I, I threw one in there. Oh, well, none of us heard that. Hang on. Adam. I want to hear yeah. more about this because I'm yeah, with you. Sorry. <laughs> I just watched it too. I didn't mean to derail you. Yeah, the farts take spotlight. Uh, yeah, and I watched it. It, it was probably a, a few years ago at this point, but I remember being so fucking bored. I was like, oh, this is truly for children. <laughs> How long is the scene in the kitchen? It goes on for 25 yeah, but minutes. But all movies from that time, all <laughs> movies from that time are fucking boring, bro, by today's standards. <laughs> they move so slow. I, I know what you're saying. Editing is different. It's science. They move so slow. It's a completely different pace. But you're captivated in different ways. Yeah, I don't know. Tell that to lethal fucking weapon, homie. Whoa, he did it. That shit's cooking, <laughs> dog. Well, yeah, I mean, have you ever... <laughs> look at Lethal Weapon compared to, like, an action movie now. It's yeah. totally different. Lethal I Weapon mean, is... I'm not saying it's worse now or worse then. It's during just During those different. montages where there's saxophone during Lethal Weapon, definitely not slow, definitely not boring. <laughs> You're definitely in it. <laughs> well, it's also, yeah, definitely just the main actors, but... 
Uh, the next movie that we all do together, we have to promise each other that there's going to be a lot of saxophone. Can we <laughs> okay. say that? Yeah, yeah. Can we say that? Can we all science. agree right now? Let's make the pinky promise. There you go. A lot? What constitutes a lot? I, well, I'll put my pinky in there because y'all are doing it. What constitutes a lot? Yeah. Yeah, what's a lot in a movie? It's like pornography. You know it when you see it. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yes, points! Yeah, too much. Too much. It will hurt yeah. the movie, Kyle, but we <laughs> yeah, all yeah. promised, so. Yeah, that's where I'm gonna, I don't know. Here's what I'll say. I'm willing to hurt the movie for saxophone. For saxophone, wow. yeah. Yeah. Bold. Oh, Blake Anderson hurts movies now. Okay. At least people will come away saying Canceled. there's too much mm -hmm. saxophone, and I'll be like, yeah, it was yeah. a decision. Yeah, it was a strong choice that we made. Blake said come. And I did say come. Does that make us better than everyone else that's making movies? Yeah, it does. Better than Ezra? Does that make us better than Ezra? Dude. Yes. It puts us up there. Have you guys listened to Better Than Ezra recently? <laughs> what is their song? Dude, play good. I'm I'm looking it up now. Talk about who is it? Oh, yeah. Throw a little bit because I don't got it in my head. Is Better Than Ezra better than Harry and the Hendersons? It is. <laughs> Play good by Better Than Ezra. That song is a fucking banger, dude. Fuck no. That one came up recently on Spotify. What? How does it go? Is that like, I remember running mm. through the wet grass? No, that is like 7 Mary 3 or some shit. Okay, I got it. Are you ready? Does it kick off quick? Is it at the beginning of the song? Or some shit? Yeah, yeah okay. play the beginning, I believe. Or some shit? Okay, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Please play it. Okay. Yeah. Listen to that fucking bass, dog. So good. Dude, the lights are so bright for Kyle right now. Dude, if that doesn't ignite something inside of you, you didn't grow up in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so many people are not charged right now. <laughs> Dude, people are charged. Powerful four-note bass lines are just the hardest fucking thing ever, where it's just repeat, repeat, That one repeat. came on in the car the other day, and I was like, something happened to me, and I'm like, oh, who the fuck? And then I looked. You got a boner. And I'm like, better than Ezra? My God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because uh, me and Kyle, we kept saying that if we were to ever start a band, it'd be called mm -hmm. Better Than Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we were going to do all No Doubt covers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were. No! Yes, we uh, were. That, to me, I still would go on that mission and go on a tour with you and do that, dude. I would love to do that, <laughs> that with you, so Kyle. Sick. I'd love to do that with you. Who sings? Or are you guys yeah. both? Adam does. I think I sing. Kyle, uh, is he plays all the instruments. I'm playing the guitar. Yeah, I got a loop pedal and some okay. fucking sick-ass buttons. For the album, he plays all the instruments, but we'll probably bring a few other people in uh, for our live shows. Yeah, just to fill it out, get dope sound, big sound. You got, do you got Don't Speak? Mm -hmm. You got the words to Don't Speak on lock? Yeah. No, I would have to study. I'd have to study up. <laughs> you would need a karaoke. <laughs> Fair said, don't tell me because it hurts. I, I would just keep saying spiderwebs. Spiderwebs. <laughs> well, that's cool, too. I would support that. <laughs> Spiderwebs. I'm just a girl, spiderwebs. No doubt. It was something about that time. No doubt was saying spiderwebs a lot. And Blink-182 mm -hmm. was saying spiders. <laughs> All the spiders. That's not the same time. That's not the same era. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. No. I got a fart again. You guys want to hear it? Dude. Those bands are like 10 wait, years apart. Wait, no, they're wait. not. You guys down? No. From they're... when, from when uh, No Doubt popped off <laughs> and from when 
Jesus. Uh, whatever the fuck that other band popped off, that's 10 years. Blink-182. No, you're incorrect. Blink-182. Blink-182. Their first album was 94. And Blink-182's first like album everyone heard is what year, though? Damn it. 1994. No, that's the one where they were making fun of all the MTV videos while they did and it. And their their huge one is like '97 or something. <sighs> what? Yeah, it was right in the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Tragic Kingdom is probably no doubts like spotlight yeah. album. And then what right. is yep. Blink 182? Is the one that has all the small things? Enema of the State is their huge album. Yes. It's not mm. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. That's not their huge album. I mean, I love that that's album. That's the best title, though. But yeah, <laughs> that's the best. Is title. Damn it, the one that has like that's the, that was their first hit. No, yes, yeah. that was Damn it. That yeah. is called Damn it. Mm-hmm. So I guess that that was late nineties because that was like can't, can't hardly wait. The party was getting busted. Everyone had Damn. to skedaddle. Perfect song. So no, I take it back. A Cheshire Cat came out in ninety five, and that album. Rock. That's a cut though. That's a cut though. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a deep cut. Um, Wait, what happened to that other album? Came out in ninety four, and then it was ninety five, and then I think the Damn It came out like the very next year. But why were you saying Damn It came out in ninety four? Because I got the dates wrong, <laughs> Anders. Ninety four was like fucking Weezer Blue album and Green Day. So, so you're a liar. He's the best liar. Uh, Ninety seven. So no, there. It is a few years later. Right. Uh, I, I have those guys in separate eras because they're also from separate, like whatever we call those genres. Like, no doubt is definitely alternative rock, and then those dudes were like that next emo era. No, no, not even. Well, like no doubt skewed ska and and Blink One Eighty Two skewed pop punk. Right. Yes. But like, yeah. but they're from they're, to me, they're from two different eras. But also, ska and punk are brother sister. Skunk, right? Skunk, as you know, skunk music. They're gonna perform at the same festival. Are they all in what's considered alternative? Like they're all in alternative, right? Yes, yeah, so they're uh-huh. they're all invited to Vans Off the Wall tour. Well, uh, wait, to be <laughs> fair, they're all music, right? Yeah, they're all music. Well, I mean, I'm just saying they're all they all make sound. Well, let's listen to Blake. Blake is our in-house uh, music savant. Would you say that they are in the same era and the same general vicinity of music? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Titans okay. of Alternative. When Alternative was at its peak, they were right. both founding uh, four mothers and fathers. Not gonna do it. I won't do it. I won't go there. I think that like Sublime and No Doubt and other bands from SoCal at that time, they had. it was a different era. Oh, Sublime. And then... Dude, no, it was all Warp Tour. I said off the wall tour. It's all Warp Tour music. Yeah, it's all Vans Warp Tour music. Uh, no, that's it's Horde Tour, <laughs> and then Warp Tour came after. Just shut your big yapper. Come on, bro. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know what's up, what's down. Adam saying, "Damn, it came out in '94." I was lied to. <laughs> He's the best liar. And when did the No Doubt album come out? '93. <laughs> We never said we're crunching numbers. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. No, no doubt came out in like 97, 98. Guys, this is important. This is what the whole podcast is about. This is important. Thank you. I think no doubt. My guess would be 96 Tragic Kingdom. I think it's 98. Oh, what is what is your guess? It was released on October 10th, 1995. So yeah. the end of October. So, so these are. You're we're talking to say, to at say least a thousand so days apart from each wildly... other. These are a thousand days apart. Do you know what, <laughs> how much the world can change in just a moment? Yeah. Get them, Durs. Well said. Dude. Really well, well said. said. <laughs>
Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Don't miss the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun. I watch it. I love it, dude. It's set in feudal Japan. Shogun tells the story of one warrior in the fight of his life as a mysterious European ship arrives in Japan. Catch FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner, Elizabeth Moss. Dude, The Veil is a globe-trotting game of truth and lies between two women with thousands of lives hanging in the balance. Whoa. Wow, well said. And, and crime fans, do not miss the all-new series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events. <gasps> yeah, stars Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. Under the Bridge tells the haunting story of a murder that lays bare a small community's darkest secrets. So, come check out what's new on Hulu this month, huh? It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu, huh? Dude, friggin' do it, dude. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. Now, this is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. If you ever felt like you were always too much this while also never being enough that, this is the podcast for you. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more via my own personal stories, along with interviews with inspiring thought leaders from our community. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community that you need to know. So much of what makes our community so beautiful is our diversity, yet too often those of us who don't fit into this dumb, stereotypical box of whatever it means to be Latino are left without a voice or just forgotten about. On this show, I celebrate the uniqueness of our culture Culture and invite you to walk in your authenticity. Listen to Life as a Gringo as a part of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We got to get into some shit here, guys. Blake hasn't even said his favorite John Lithgow movie. Blake, speak well, up. I looked at his IMDb and it said he was in Pet Cemetery, but is that true? Seems real. He's in the new one. He plays the old guy in the new one. Well, he's also in Pitch Perfect. He's in the third Pitch Perfect, and I think you know that, dude. <laughs> well, why does it say that he's in the first? It doesn't if you go to his it IMDb does. page. No, it doesn't. I'm looking at it. Look in 2012. Each other. When you made the movie, just, yeah, just fucking fight, just fight, <laughs> fucking things. We, we need ratings. Hey, if I check right now, this fight is brought to you by McDonald's. <laughs> I'm also on his IMDb. Okay, he has 128 credits. Yeah. Okay, we'll just look at 2012. I can't believe you guys even need to go on IMDb. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm in the year 2012. He is not in it. It says he was in This Is 40. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he was in Shrek Thrilling Tales. He was in The Campaign, and those are the three movies he did in the year 2012. Yeah, what are you talking about, Kyle? I what? don't know, dude. I don't know. What I... are you talking about, in Kyle? 2017, Kyle, Yes. slow it down. Okay. In 2017. And right? how many years is that after No Doubt dropped in the He was in <laughs> Pitch Perfect 3. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, no that's, doubt. No doubt. That's fine. I vibe. I don't know why it says this then. I don't know. I don't okay. know. What are you looking at? What are you I looking I want to know what you're I'm look looking at. I, I Googled John Lithgow movies on Google. Okay. okay so no you can one go ahead can. and do that. Just go to his IMDb. You can go ahead and do that and see what I'm looking at. That That's an old man Google. That's like you writing what uh, yeah. movies was John Lithgow. And you're supposed to be the, the technical. Oh, wait, it's John Lightgoat. Sorry. I got the Who wrong Who the fuck one. cares, bro? That's what I did. No, that's an old man Google. God damn. You're supposed to be the technical savant of our guru. Of our crew? Of our group? <laughs> of our group. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a long of our day. group. Of our group. I'm the one who can't speak. Blake knows music. Can't finish. You are supposed to be the tech guy who never has his lights with him, and you're always in the dark. What's my thing? What's my thing? What's my thing? Uh, Durs, you're mean. Durs takes hard stances. Can't read. <laughs> can't read. <laughs> you're mean and you can't read. Durs can't, can't read. read can't read and you're mean. Oh, you don't think those things are linked? You're reactionary. You, you... I live in a world of letters and I can't read. You think I'm angry? <laughs> you project. You. There's signs everywhere and I don't know what they say. <laughs> you hate yourself and it makes you hate others. Uh, Emma just has to yell at you to stop the car. What does that one mean? What does that one mean? Stop! She wears brass knuckles. Burn. Well, Google's wrong. Okay. And, and so Blake, and so Blake, still just holding out, huh? I like how you were like, no, dude, he was in Pitch Perfect, a movie that I'm in, fully know everyone. No, I know. I just thought maybe he was like a voice or something that I didn't recognize. You know, sometimes that shit goes down. That's true. Like, fuck, dude. But sorry. If Adam was in that movie, they would be fucking homies right dude, now. We would be such good friends. We would have hugged. Each other when we saw each other backstage <laughs> at uh, Critics' Choice or whatever it was. He'd be podcasting from his house. 
Do you get that? Yeah, <laughs> it's my bad. I mean, I'll own up to it. I'm cool like that. I'll fucking own up to the to the mistake, and I made a fucking mistake. Kyle, it doesn't bother me that I you did didn't know that. Google. It bothers me that you old man Google. <laughs> I did an old man Google, and I fucking <laughs> you straight up wrote what movies are John Lithgow on <laughs> in in the fucking search bar. You can't do that. You can't. Well, do why that. not though? I don't understand why Just not. Type his name in and hit fucking IMDb. What's of course no. is going to be this first or John second. John Lithgow moving. <laughs> pictures appearances mom dad can we stop fighting <laughs> oh i apologize i do i'm not gonna fucking try and like back my back my shit i fucked up i fucked up Fuck it. what okay. i feel like john lithgow had to have been the bad guy in like one of the biggest movies in the, like a wild right? wild west type movie yeah what or like in like die hard three or something hold on let me pull it up no, let me google was... <laughs> jeremy iron well here's what our manager isaac threw no into i the can't end. i wasn't even gonna read it because i was like you're disqualified Dude. Yeah, he, he wrote "World According to Garp," and I bet it's awesome. But what the hell is that? What the fuck even is That's that? That's Robin Williams, I think. Right? That okay. I so can't might be say great. I've ever seen. All right, I'm going to IMDb now. That sounds like that that uh, sitcom that Durr said last week that everyone was like, "What the fuck?" Like, oh, Dolby Dolby Dallas. Dallas. hey, let's not even. Bro, my <laughs> uncle straight up emailed me and was like, "You don't know fucking Dolby Gilroy or whatever it is, man." <laughs> hey, <laughs> shout out to your uncle. Are we talking Matt Biondi? Who are we talking? What is it, Dolby Gillis? I'm pissed now. He's like, "Come on, that's where Gilligan got his start." Exactly. Gilligan was the homie, and we're like, "Gilligan, you old fuck." Did you say that to him? Did you say that to your <laughs> Uncle? No, I was like, bro, you're fucking tight. Let's hang out when I'm on the East Coast. Nice. Wait, do, your uncle listens to the pod? Yeah, my uncle. Yep, yep. I love that. Is it Uncle? St- it's not Uncle Stu, is it? No, Uncle Uncle Rex. Oh shit, I don't even know Uncle Rex. You have an uncle named Rex? Fuck yeah, I have an Uncle Rex. No wonder you're so hey, cool, man. Shout out to fucking Uncle Rex. Rex and effects. Yeah, he, he's a pimp. Can we get a little rum shaker, Blake? <laughs> he's a pimp. He gets it, and he was. Oh, by the way, did baby check baby Simon Rex? <laughs> Simon Rex. Just Simon Rex just did a movie that premiered in Cannes and he got like a five minute standing ovation. Can. And I he's love like, it. Can I love it with Sean Baker? Cannes. Yeah, that's right. I love it. Rex has always been on that edge. We were talking about VJs the other day. Simon Talk Rex. Talk about an OG VJ. I'm excited to see that movie. Sean Baker's the fucking shit. Can we talk about his body for a while? No. Simon, <laughs> you don't want to talk about Simon Rex's body for like a long time? Sure, dude. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have the floor. No! It's, what's going on? I don't know how old this dude is, but the body is 25. Kyle, fart. Stop this dude. I'm working on it. Yeah, he's got a pretty hot bot. I'll say that. It's crazy. Good for him. Me? Yeah. No. <laughs> not, no. A guy who won't take his shirt off at uh, Lake of the Ozarks? Kyle Rex. Yeah. Simon Kyle. I mean, there's no way Simon Rex is going away. He was a VJ. He was kind of in like porno to first start off, right? That was like his jump off in the beginning. No. You listened to your homie's podcast where he did, Yes, right? if we could shout out Yeah But Still Podcast again, they have a really great interview with He's Simon obsessed. Rex. Hey, well, uh, they're nice. <laughs> he basically just did it because it was like funny and fun and ha- could be like money. It was like J-O shit where you just get filmed J-O. What, jerking off? Yeah. Yeah, J-O. Is that what J-O? Yeah. You don't know what J-O is? Well, we're not being brash anymore. We're not being brash. Brash or <laughs> crass? I mean, it used to be Junior Olympics. <laughs> yeah, we, we decided to be coy. Yeah. Uh, 55 minutes into the podcast is when we're like, mm, it's J-O-ing. We're the Koi Boys. Hey, 
quiet. Hashtag coy boys. This is important. Kyle, is it crass or is it brash? Well, it's crass, I think is what you wanted to say. <laughs> brash is just like, you know, blunt. Blunt, bold. <laughs> that works. Uh, guys, I get it. I, I'm showing my ass in uh, Righteous Gemstones tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And the what? uh yeah tomorrow morning perfect uh, oh let's talk about it. <laughs> and the intimacy coordinator because now oh my we, god let's talk <laughs> the intimacy coordinator on set uh yes. for the community i'll explain it it's it's some person that has to like come to you and be like it makes you feel uncomfortable being like are you okay with this yeah you could tell me if you're not okay with this oh yeah oh yeah makes it way harder what are you willing to show or not show it's so people to get pressured into doing nude scene they absolutely don't want to yes. do <laughs> how come we didn't have that on game over man we didn't have that <laughs> i like, mean what? no one questioned whether my dick was coming out in game over man at all it was me i was the guy yeah i think i was the intimacy coordinator yeah that was <laughs> well, me. like well adam's gonna show his whole fucking thing like, you sure you want to do this yeah uh yeah well we if do. you want to know the real world explanation of it it was it it is something that came from the me too movement because women were like dude they're making me do shit like sex scenes that I'm not cool with and I'm feeling very pressured into stuff so now they're like actually no I'm the one that started it dude if we're being <laughs> um, real if we're yeah. being real it was after a game over man it was I was in like, responsive to Adam it was it was in response to me <laughs> yeah but I, so anyways me and Blake called the sag oh we called sag and we're like Adam is out of control his butthole is everywhere he won't put a robe on it's too in- it's too intimate it needs to be coordinated at like now that's the end of this story is this woman keeps hitting me up and she keeps texting me being like are you okay i really need an answer and i keep texting her i'm only willing to show my butthole no other body parts and she's like oh yeah uh, okay just trying to do Wait, my you job you sent that back to her <laughs> you're going to get in trouble dude i uh, keep saying nice it nice knowing I you keep saying it yeah and but that is the only part i'm willing to show on this show so i'm hoping that they can clear that right the actual butthole the anus any take backs or apologies <laughs> uh, i feel like you can lead it off but by the way blake yes we all know that it's like a good thing to have but then like in practice like when i was doing the shonda show she's like showing you how to fuck right like right she's like okay so I, and like not even in a way because you're wearing like your 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 and um, no one like, tells pr- durs how to fuck <laughs> Well, no, but my point is uh, you're wearing like your protective cup thing. So like there's no anything going down. And then she'll be like, if you could just if you want to, you can kind of stick your your rear up in the air a little more and and, just really drop it and move that. And it will it will uh, illustrate the sexual motions. (laughs) And I'm like, this feels weirder than you not telling me what to do. I don't know. Is that how it works? I can't remember. Do they have to? Is that the person who talks to you about it? Like the director can't even come up and say like hey director can't and you can't talk to the actor yes like okay. you have to go through the coordinator which I, I get is good because like right you know if if like who uh dude i mean on the fucking chris rock movie i did like where you have uh t- like tabasco up Rosario your ass? dawson just like saw my butthole mm-hmm. and like thumbed <laughs> my taint with a tampon mm-hmm. um huh. and huh. like i said okay that's fine um, but like, I can imagine mm. like people putting being put in compromised situations and yeah. you're like, I wish I had a coordinator here, but it makes things very like, um, not sexy, not hot as fuck. Awkward. Awkward. You, you, I'm you're, well, you, you become like on guard. You feel like you're not kind yes. of in it to get not, not that thing you want to you, when you do things like this, 
you feel like you've made a pact with the other actor like okay we're actually gonna fuck uh no uh, you you feel like you're <laughs> pizza pizza obviously joking you feel like you're you're like okay let's just figure this out like we want to make sure yeah what are you comfortable with what am i right. comfortable with yeah. right here here's what i because i had a my first intimacy coordinator on woke and i would say that again intimacy coordinator on woke <laughs> and i was coming from our world of game over man and workaholics where like yeah Not we're good. like we're like comfortable on set with adam's butthole being everywhere so i'm like right. so when they kept approaching me with like are you okay with this are you okay with this i started to be like maybe i'm not yeah like it they were yeah. freaking they're, me they're, out i'm like i i was pretty sure everything was going to be shot above the waist i'm like am i gonna show my dick they started to make me think i was gonna do way more than i was required to do and tune in to season two to find <laughs> i out. don't want to show my dick on the gemstones yeah. uh but i do want to show my top pube right i'm talking about i i and, and people are like no i want to share i want to be clean shaven wait well then what pubes are you talking about Bristles? no just the top where you could see the divot where you're like does he have a vagina but you start to see like oh there's a there's a hang right. there something's right. hanging <laughs> you mean the base the base of your dick? Right. No, the top of the dick. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, Kyle. I know what you're talking about on your body, Adam. That's what's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> not that guy, pal. Trust me. I don't know. Kyle, you 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 were, were in the edit bay. You looked at my dick for a fucking uh -huh. a long time. You know my dick. That 4K zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. You know about. my, my yeah. top cock. <laughs> you know my top cock. <laughs> Any take backs, apologies, um, Giveaways. Oh, what's going up with Blake's light? I like. I want to compliment Blake's light yeah. right now. Yeah. That is How fucking Blake okay. get all sexy <laughs> shit, all menacing. Look at him. Hey, it's magic hour, baby. It's so late over here, guys. Let's wrap this one up. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. I don't apologize for anything this week. Yeah. If you're good, yeah. I'm. I'm yep. gonna apologize yeah. to Blake for putting him in a position where he just has to name one John Lithgow movie and never does. Sorry about that, pal. I guess it was too much. You're not got that. Hey, tuned in. You're next not that week. guy, pal. Come on, Blake. Just say it. Just say it. It's Footloose. No, nah, it's, that, it's not that. It's not that. He lit Footloose. <laughs> it's not that. Tune <laughs> okay. in next week. So then, say something. Say World According to Garp or some shit. Just say something, dude. It is weird that you haven't yeah. named one. Like what's up? I tr Harry and the Hendersons. Okay, that's, that's your it. favorite. Yeah, right. that's my one. I, well, you didn't see any other movie. Exactly. This is when we find out that you've never seen any other movie. <laughs> what a horrible choice. That is bad. What the fuck? That's why I didn't want to say it. I'm going to go so on. so whack, um, dude. I'm going to go on Up Rocks and look for the John Lithgow top five movies. <laughs> you know it's there. You or know whatever it's the there. fuck those websites yeah, are. Yeah, Pitch Perfect 1. <laughs> Google John Lithgow top five movies. You guys talk amongst yourselves. All right, guys. And that was another episode <laughs> of... Of whatever this is. <laughs> this. This. Is. T.I.I. T.I.I. The community's pissed because we didn't have a good outro. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 